Zen Parenting Radio. My name is Todd. This is Kathy. And we are talking about the third rail of parenting. I don't know what that means. Uh, third rail is like the um, highly intense reaction of parenting. Spanking. Okay, none of that made sense. Don't the third the, rail yeah, like the, is the highly intense... Well, I'm trying to explain. You know you know what the term the third rail no, means? No, that's what I'm talking about. What On is an the third... L train, if you, if you touch the third rail, you die. Oh, okay. Or like if you urinate on the third rail, the actual currents will go through the urine to you and you can die. Who urinates on the third rail of Drunk train? people on the L. And then they... Don't you think there will be a lot of electrocuted people? I'm telling you, I think people have died. Really? Yes. So we're not talking about people getting electrocuted by the L. No, I'm talking we're about talking the third about rail. We're talking about the third rail, metaphorically speaking. Correct. Which is... Spanking. Spanking. And okay. um, I, this is something I want to talk about since our first show in 2011. I know. And you've been pushing it away because you are smart and I am not. Well, it's not that I've been pushing it away. What I keep asking you and I'm going to think and we're going to find out right now is what are you going to what are you going to say? Because these are the and again, you don't have to go for it right now, but I talk about spanking a lot in presentations that I do. How come we've never talked to about talked about it on the show? Because I just We have I, a half hour to state our case. I know, but this is the thing. You you are coming at it I'm just afraid you're going to come at it like, here it is. Fear not. Do or do not. Well, okay. There is no fear. I'm telling you, I talk about this quite a bit when I'm in person well, with people, but it's a little more touchy-feely when people are listening to us on a podcast. We can't respond to them. We can't, we can't make eye contact, and there are people that this is a really touchy subject. And that's fine. And, okay. And if people are touchy about it, take what we have. Discard what you don't like. All right, I like Take that. Take what you like, and whatever you don't agree with, then just forget that we ever said it, or never listen to us again. Right. I'm just fine discard. with that. Discard. Third rail. Third rail. So just don't pee on us. No, don't. Yeah, that would that would be <laughs> gross. Um, and uh, so here's my thing. I just want to um, explain our perspective on spanking. Why don't you explain your perspective? I don't think you should do it. Okay. All right, and I think that. A lot of parents who do it feel badly when doing it. And I ask those people who feel badly when doing it um, why they might feel that badly doing it. Okay. Because I think there is something... Why they feel badly about spanking? Yeah. I think... um, I don't know many... I mean, maybe there's a lot of parents out there that feel great when they're spanking their kid. Right. But but that's probably when they're lost in... In, in anger. In anger. Right. So it's a release for them. Right. Right. But I think when you get down to the core of it, that they're not, they don't feel good. I don't know how you Like how do, how do they feel 30 minutes later? Right. Right. Yes, exactly. So all I want to do today is um, maybe give some tools okay. to people to do uh, instead of striking their kid. Okay. So let's talk about why spanking isn't the best choice for um I think as it, a discipline I think style. it's because and you're the expert not I me mean, like I said I'm the expert cuz I'm a dad too every we're all experts right cuz we all have kids and if you're Well that's not true not everybody that has kids is an expert Well if you're a parent you are expert of your household or okay. you are in that charge is, that of your household That is very different in you are an expert of your own Yeah you got your own You thing know your going kids on. right okay So you just broke, broke my train of thought I'm sorry but just to Thanks say we're all experts cuz we have kids Well There's we're plenty. all in charge right. I guess like we all kind of make our own decisions for our family because we are the parents It's our family Right right so, um, once again, you broke my train of thought. <laughs> so, you continue to break my train of I'm thought. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. 
Um, so where were we? So you were going to say why... Something really important. Okay, the question that I asked was, why do you think it's not a good idea to spank? I think it sends a wrong message. Okay. I think it is a way of telling a child, um, this is how I'm going to handle this problem. Mm -hmm. And the way I'm going to handle it is by hitting you. And I know, mm-hmm. I know that you get a little, or certain people like, oh, I don't hit my kid, I spank them. Well, if you spank your kid, you're hitting your kid. That's by definition. And mm-hmm. I think people use the word spank because it makes them feel less bad about the decision. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that if they were to have more tools mm-hmm. in their toolbox, then maybe they um, might use different techniques to maybe get a better final outcome out right. of it. And this is not to say that I haven't struggled. I have struggled. I remember I told a story last year, and I've never spanked our kids, but one time I got really, really frustrated with JC, and I picked her up, and I put her in her car seat really Really forcefully. Forcefully. Mm -hmm. And it was not nice, and it wasn't friendly, and I feel horrible. I I, I didn't feel good about Mm -hmm. it. So um, I just think that this is something that a lot of people ask about. You talk about it in your presentations. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, you, you do presentations. What is usually the response that you get from? Well, it, usually when I give a presentation, there's at least uh, one fourth of the people there who use spanking. Okay. And they'll say, "Well, I just use it with one child because it's the only thing that works." Mm-hmm. That's what I hear the most from people: is this is the only thing that will work with my child. And my comment back is usually that I understand that it works because it's using fear and it's using um, pain. Mm-hmm. And it's a threat that um, that you can, right in that moment, use to stop a behavior. Right. But what I always question them is, in the long run, is this the message you want to send? You are stopping the behavior right there. In the short run, it is very, very effective. effective. Um, but, is, but what you're telling your child, as you said is that to um, control a situation or to gain control of a situation or to solve a problem, hitting is necessary. Mm -hmm. And it's confusing. It's a mixed message because we tell our kids not to hit. We tell our kids to be kind to each other, to be respectful of other people's bodies, um, to be respectful of other people's space, and then to hit them as a way, as a means to teach yeah. Is is a confusing message. Agreed. I, I agree with you 100%. And I, want, I I feel like I'm a broken record, but um, I think it's because people don't know what else to do. Right. So what are some things that we can help our – and it's hard in this – Yeah. In this – This is kind of why, why I was like, where are we going to go with this? Because th- there are – even though I'm, I'm, I'm open to talking about tools, there's so many layers to this mm-hmm. because – the first thing that we always talk about, or the first thing, that, one of the things you and I talk about all the time that is a really uh, primary piece, I'm using wrong words, a big piece of this equation is how do you communicate in mm-hmm. your home mm-hmm. if the way that you communicate with your kids is through fear and frustration and anger and yelling, then that, <laughs> you know, the whole spanking thing, that is the way you're controlling mm-hmm. with, with the fear. Right. But if you communicate with your kids where you um, you listen to them, you understand where they're coming from, you allow them to share their perspective, um, you you know t- explain to them why things are happening, um, sometimes that's not necessary. Now, I know a lot of people listening are saying, you don't know my kid. Right. Uh, my kid's difficult. I can listen till the cows come home. I just heard that this weekend. Right. Um, I was with some people and they're like, hey, I love your show, but... 
you guys talk about this stuff and it, it, it's it not doesn't, true for it my doesn't kids. work at my house. And that's the thing is that there's no way that we can say with absolute certainty. With absolute well, it, I have certainty about the the fact that I don't think spanking is a good idea. Right. But how can we, you and I, right now, say do this, this, and this, and you'll never ever spank? I again. have an idea. Okay. Um, what if when you are in this state of frustration and anger, mm-hmm. um, you give yourself a timeout? You you walk a chill out, oh, you, a chill out yeah. whatever you. Get, take some time away, and then if after this behave, if you if you're in if you have the luxury of being with a partner where you could say, listen, I can't deal with this in this moment, you pass the baton to your partner, and then you come back and do it. Okay, right. So you give yourself some time so you not take a, to act in that anger, in that frustration, in that moment. You take a break or a breath between the feeling you're having and the action you're going to take. Exactly. Okay, that's so, a good idea. And obviously you can do that with your kid too, but you mm-hmm. know, sometimes we're always directing all of our energies, what can I get my kid to do or how do I direct my kid the right way? Mm-hmm. And a lot of what we talk about on this show is what is our role in the situation? Because mm-hmm. we think that um, our role is independent and has nothing to do with the situation that's going on, and usually there are two energies in the room, mm-hmm. mine and my daughter's, mm-hmm. and we are kind of doing a dance, and I am playing a role in this. Exactly. You you have, you know, that's a very good point. When you are ha- engaging with your child, when they are being disrespectful to you, when they're not following directions, when they are, you know, talking back, you are a piece of that equation. Again, this is not a blame thing like, well, it's all your fault. You know, if you were a better person or a better parent, this wouldn't happen. It's what can you change? What can you shift in that discussion that will maybe create a different outcome? If your child is yelling at you, it, I feel like this is kind of a summary of all the things that we talk about, and you decide to yell back. Mm-hmm. Um, if your child is being disrespectful to you and you decide to be disrespectful back, if your child is not listening to you and then you decide to start not listening to them and, and, you know, saying I'm done with you and walking away, then you are going to get a very heightened situation where the only way you feel like you can stop it is with something severe, like a spanking. You have to, you have to rise uh, above, above the anger or high. Yeah. I mean, well, what I was going to say is sometimes when you're acting in anger, you feel like the only way to stop this maddening behavior is to become more maddening. Intensify the already Intensif- existing anger. And, and what we say is if you can find a place of calm to get quieter, right? to become calmer, calmer, and to get softer. And it's not something, if you're used to getting angry all the time, it's not something you're going to be able to change immediately. overnight immediately. But if you maybe have this awareness and start thinking about some of these ideas, if it resonates with you, then that might be something that is worth attempting. It could be a teeny shift. You know, it could be just the smallest thing where you, like you said, you just take a breath between what you're feeling and what you're about to do. Mm -hmm. You know, a a separation between um, feeling and action. That in itself could be huge. Um, It's also realizing that, you know, we say this all the time, but it's worth repeating, that anger brings more anger, calm brings more calm. Mm-hmm. So if you decide to get just as angry as they are, be just as disrespectful, you will heighten that. If you start to calm down, they will naturally begin to calm down. Not immediately. This is not, even though it is magical in some ways. Well, you had in in your in one of your books, you wrote a chapter about um, when JC was 
completely melted down and lost it. Uh, the tantrum. The tantrum. It was in my first book. Right. So she was having a total meltdown, right? Right. And you basically just sat, sat. sat there. And did nothing. And, yeah, I mean, you kind of, I mean, how can you describe what you did in that room? Because it's not like you sat there passively as if you, it's not, you knew what was going on. I knew it was, well, I was passive, but passive, intentionally passive. Yes. She was, this was when she was very young and she was having a tantrum. I guess what I'm saying is you did not disregard what was happening No, in that I didn't room. walk away and say, forget about you, I'm leaving you. Right. She was in her room. She was very upset. She was having a tantrum. She was angry. She was sad. Mm. You know, there's a lot of reasons, a lot of feelings she was having. And I sat in the room and didn't make eye contact with her and just was there. And and all the while she was... She was crying and stamping and stomping and, and upset that, that, that typical right. tantrum would be. And I didn't do anything. Right. Because... But see, that's why it's very difficult to say, do this, do that. Because the understanding that you have to have is that I don't think tantrums are that horrible of a thing. I don't think when my child is upset or angry or sad that it's a negative thing. Right. It's uncomfortable. I hear that. I know. It's not like I love it. But I, I know that she's getting something out mm-hmm. that her body doesn't want anymore. Right. She is releasing something that she's experienced in the last five minutes, that last day, the last week, whatever. It's built up and she's getting it out. So my job as her parent is to be as present for her pain Mm -hmm. as possible and not engage with her. It's hers. If I begin to engage and try to say, stop it, calm down, you shouldn't be feeling this way, listen to me, I am engaging in her anger and I'm taking that on and increasing it. So it's that's why... You know, there's just so many layers to it where if you understand that, the first step is you've got to understand it's okay for your kids to be mad. Well, and that's what I was going to say is something very important to what you just said is I think a lot of the times us parents think that this behavior or this release, it depends, I mean, the release of energy, like when they yell or scream or kick or whatever. There's a behavior that comes with a release. Right. Right. And and how horrible the thing that is. And we have to squash it. We have to stop Stop that. Right. And if maybe us parents can look at it as not such a bad thing. Right. Because if we adults can get away with it in society, it would, we'd probably be healthier doing the same thing. Absolutely. We've learned to squash it. And so we try and tell our kids to squash it. And these kids are being taught to squash it. Right. By, you know, threatening certain ramifications for their behavior, whether it's spanking or whatever, or, you know, no dinner. I mean, there's all these things to squash this negative behavior and that's not such a good thing. Right. Right. Well, yeah, it isn't. And again, there are times like, you know, we always have to say this, um, just so people get an understanding. No, it's not okay for your child to hit you. It's not okay for them to hurt you. It's not okay for them to hit other people. Um, there can be consequences for their behavior, especially with something like aggression. And consequences can be anything from a timeout, not a dunce cap timeout, but a timeout like you need space away to having privileges taken away to, you know, what, whatever the consequences may be. And again, this isn't a show on focusing on that, you know, but, you know, that is okay. But it is also okay sometimes if they're just getting it out without harming anybody to support them in that. And then there doesn't have to be 
a situation that's so negative. Well, and I'm, I'm changing the topic, not the topic, but I'm going on a little bit of a tangent here. I think a lot of parents would be like, well, my three-year-old doesn't understand language and words and ideas, right. and this is the only way to communicate this. And then when my kid turn is eight or nine, I'm obviously not going to spank because then I can talk and do all these other things. But my thing is that I could see you, I could see parents getting caught in a trap where they continue, you know, they think it works and they keep on using it on and because on and it on. does work, right? And and that's like kids who hit other kids to get a toy and end up getting the toy say, hey, this works. Right. But we then eventually teach them other tools to get that toy or to be patient or to share. Um, instead of hitting someone to get what they need. So what do we say when the kid's three years old and the kid, you know, the kid's brain just isn't developed enough to be able to have a common conversation with this little three-year-old? And my question to you is, or us, is what do we say to the parents out there saying, well, you know, my kid's too young to rationalize or do these other well, things? Well, and I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, I think that they can be too young for us to use certain language with them, but I'm thinking if a three-year-old, like uh, the example someone gave me at a presentation the other night, um, she was talking about that she spanks if her children do something that's unsafe. And if a child run, a three-year-old runs into the street... Right, that's that, always the example That's always that the example. Get. Um, the child runs into the street. Well, don't you think they deserve a spanking for that? Because it's scary and it's unsafe. Well, you're scared, mm-hmm. so your reaction is to spank. But how about going into the street, picking them up, setting them down, looking them in the eye and saying, that is not okay. Mm-hmm. That is not safe. You know, like really getting to their level and explaining why that is not okay. Will they run into the street again? Maybe, but they also might if you're spanking them for it. Right. Like I don't, ha- I can't sit here yeah, and there's say there's no guarantee. There's that no if guarantee. You spank this kid, it will. The kid will never go back in the street again. Right. And there's no guarantee the other way either. Like right. With with the technique that you're describing that we use, there's there's no guarantees on anything. All we can do is what feels right to us. I think to to just throw some things out there that might be a little more touchy feely. The word discipline is the actual word discipline means to teach. Right. Okay. So when we're disciplining, we're teaching our kids. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. And and what do we want to teach and how do we want to teach? Something that a lot of parents forget to do also when they become parents is to discuss how do we want to teach our children these things? How do we want to um, communicate with them? What, you know, sometimes you become a parent before you even discuss consequences and discipline styles, and then you're just on the fly. I remember you and I, I I remember saying to you, hey, if if JC runs in the street, I think that we have to spank her. And now we never did. Oh, yeah, we had this conversation because I didn't know what other tools to use. You happen to be in an occupation where you were an expert on how to deal with this stuff. Whereas I'm like, I don't want my kid to get run over by a car, and you're darn right, I'll spank him on the bottom if I think that that's going to help. And then, I don't know, our kid never ran in the street, so we never well, had to have Well, that's not true. That. They ran in the street, but we, something you're saying that you used to feel this way, so what changed? What did you use? I, I observed you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, now what do we do? That's the one luxury that I have. So what did we do? In- you did exactly what you just said. Yeah. You get down to their level, you look at them in the eyes, you use um, inflections in your voice, mm-hmm. communicating the seriousness of what just happened right. with body language, and you 
that's that's kind of how it works. Well, and that's the thing is is not spanking doesn't mean you can't be firm. It right. doesn't mean you can't raise your voice. It doesn't mean your eyes don't get serious. It doesn't mean that there may be a consequence. Like one thing that I used to say to the girls is when we would go for walks is you know you need to hold my hand when we get to the street. Every time we're at a street, you hold my hand. Every time you get to a corner, we stop. And I was with them a lot where we do that repetition. Even my my oldest daughter still stops mm-hmm. at corners right. because it's so ingrained in her. Right. You know, now I'm like, go ahead. Yeah. You know, right. now and I'm like, look stopping. both ways. Right. And she's still stopping. But there's a lot of little steps that mm-hmm. need to be taken. Right. So, and a lot of back and forth where sometimes they didn't stop and they, and we had to come back, sit down, say, listen, you did not stop at that corner, um, you know, and discuss it. Um, but I just feel like it, it, just breaking it down. Well, actually, let's look at time. Let's okay, time so is. this is the fastest half hour show ever because I can't believe that we're twenty minutes. I in. know, and so I just said is, breaking it down, and then I stopped. Everyone was probably like breaking it down. So what? Well, what I want, what the question I want you to answer after okay. we talk about our partners okay. is this: uh, we hear a lot of times people say something to the effect of, "Well, this is what they how did to I was me, raised, right? and and, it, and look how I turned out, right?" And so we'll we'll address that. In okay, a second. we'll address that in like two minutes. Family yoga. Family yoga. We have family yoga this Friday, and it's at this great new place in Elmhurst called Fit RX. Um, our good friends open this place, and we're doing um, family yoga at six o'clock from six to six forty-five at Fit RX. It's at one two three North York. If you want to sign up. Call 630-415-FIT, and that's F-I-T-T, not just F-I-T, but F-I-T-T. And um, come join us for family yoga. And it's afterwards, gonna be fun. we're going to go get some pizza. Yeah, Fitz's Spare Keys, which is, again, if you're not from Elmhurst, you don't know this place, but it is um, down the street, and they're going to – actually, it's right next door to them. Yes, and kids eat free. Kids eat free. With every with, adult yeah. meal. So, so we're going to do it's that. It's a deal. So anyway, give them a call if you want to do family yoga with us. Um, second thing is I talked about the tantrum, and that's in your first book called yeah. Self-Aware Parent. Yes. You can get that on your website at kathycadams.com. Yes. Or on Amazon. Yes. You have two books. Right. And you can get two for 20 bucks. And um, Avid, I want to say something about Avid. Okay. Um, they're helping, my parents are moving this week. And what does Avid do? Well, Avid does painting, remodeling. Where? Um, they all over the Chicago suburbs. Very good. And Chicago land. Very good. And anyway, they're helping my parents and my sister this weekend. And so you know if I'm recommending them to my family, you know I love them dearly. And our listeners are our family, if you think about it. They are. We love you guys. Yes, we do. Um, Avidco.net. 630-956-1800. Last but not least, Dr. Kelly, Cairo Tree, Tree of Life Chiropractic here in Elmhurst. If you want to not get sick, go to Tree of Life <laughs> because I haven't been sick in a long time. I know. We just realized that you were saying, you know, Todd used to get colds all the time. Yeah. Actually, he didn't get colds at all, and then he started getting colds a ton, and you haven't been sick in ages. No, I've been doing really well. Um, so anyway, ChiroTree.com. Go see Dr. Kelly. You'll you'll thank us. Yes, you will. So. How do you answer my question? So, so let's, I'll, I'll be some guy. Okay. Hey, I turned out okay. Um, my kids, my, my parents spanked me, so I'm going to do the same thing. Well, and I understand that that happened, and in our generation, it was very typical. Right. Okay. The thing that I say to people when they, if it be spanking or anything, where they say my parents did this, I'm going to do it too. I respect that. I understand it. We should honor our parents. And um, and if you know, there's things that we felt like worked, then it's okay to use them. But I also believe that the whole point of another generation, like our generation, the generations coming, are to evolve, Mm -hmm. to continue to build on 
what we learned to continue to um, grow and come up with new ideas. It's not to repeat patterns of the past necessarily. We use that as our base Mm -hmm. and we kind of take what works and discard what didn't and then we continue to evolve. That's the whole point. Really, that's what this show is about is evolving in our thinking, evolving in the way we parent our kids, evolving in the way we look at parenting. If I can throw a little bit of Eckhart at you, it is the evolution of consciousness and we have a choice. We either regress backwards or we move forward and this is one small way of us saying this is an opportunity to move forward. Or we stay stuck, which, you know, some people regress backwards and some people just stay completely stuck and in fear. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is there are other tools because I think Todd's point at the very beginning is the most important. How do you feel when you spank your child? In the moment, you're like, it works, I'm done, it's good. But how do you feel 30 minutes later? How do you feel the next day? How do you feel when you look them in the eye? Did you feel good about it? Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, if your answer is no, but I have to do it, I'm challenging you and saying, I understand you've done it this far. Don't guilt yourself. Don't start beating yourself up about it. But can you come up with the possibility that there are other options? Can you say to yourself, maybe I will try some different things. Maybe I will examine... You what know, about when people say, well, I tried that and it doesn't work? And what I mean by that is like they try it once. Well, you know, here's the thing. You and I both, well, and I'll, I'll just speak for myself. We can only give so much. Right. Meaning, again, when I'm talking with couples, when I'm doing groups and presentations, people always say that to me. I did that, Kathy. I did that. I did that. Or yeah, but, yeah, but. And you know what? Then I say, okay. Now, you know, that's all I got. Right. And I mean, sure, I can give you a million more tools, but I know that you're going to tell me why it didn't work. The yeah, buts. The yeah, buts, you know. And, and so the, so I can only offer you my my thoughts, mm. but you have to do it. Right. You have to make the change, and you have to be willing and wanting to. And if now's not the time, don't. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, this show is not about we don't want to make you feel guilty or afraid. We don't want to make you feel like... You're less than. We want to empower you. And if now is not the time for you, then let this go. Mm-hmm. And maybe you'll turn, maybe a year from now or a week from now. Or tomorrow. Something will shift in you. Yes. Or you'll say, you'll at least say to yourself, you know what? I'm I'm looking at that now. Mm-hmm. I'm at least aware that there's other things I well, can do. And I know for a fact that there's probably going to be people out here listening that disagree with us and all that. And I would love to have a dialogue. Dialogue, yeah. Whether it's on Facebook, you can talk, tell us how crazy we are on Facebook, or you could email us. Uh, off our webpage, right? Right. Our, well, you can now on Facebook. So first of all, you if you haven't already, um, like us, Zen right. Parenting Radio on Facebook. And I also have a Facebook page called The Self-Aware Parent. So like both. But you can actually send us messages. I don't like Timeline, but that's mm-hmm. one cool thing through Timeline. You can send us a message on Facebook. And again, we, you know, I, as I said, because I work with as many parents as I do, I know that spanking's common. Mm-hmm. And I think that our plea is just to examine it. You know, if you don't, if you're like, no way, Kathy and Todd, I'm going to keep doing it. Okay, but can you at least take a look at it and mm-hmm. examine it? Um, and, and when you say examine it, I'm more thinking about examining yourself. How looking, you feel. How you feel. Mm-hmm. Get, when you get quiet, not when you're in the middle of these frustrated times when your kids drive you crazy because my kids drive me crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a place of calm, 
do some self-reflection yeah and see what works right did and and then in that self-reflection did you try things like bringing a little more calm to the situation did you take a breath did you walk away for a second did you ask your partner for help if they were there did you quiet your voice a little bit did you and again these are just in the moment things you know there's all sorts of um you know foundation that can be set way before something happens listening to your child allowing them to release their feelings talking with them about their challenges um being available to them eye contact i mean if this is limitless mm -hmm. there are so many things that can be done to begin to make a just these small shifts it's in the way. It's not one big shift. It's not one. We don't have one answer for you, right. I think, which is why when you kept saying, I want to bring up spanking on the show, I'm like, where are we going to go? Because well, maybe this will be the beginning of another yeah. discussion that we have uh, next week or a month from now or a year from now. Right. But I feel like we had to start somewhere. Yeah. So hopefully you're not mad. Because no, no, I I'm not it. mad. I think it was good. Hopefully, you know, I, I have to kind of listen to what we said because I don't even remember. Oh, it was good. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, I'm surprising you on this one. Oh, but, let's hear it. Um, I, you're going to be Luke, and I'm going to be Yoda. Oh, good. Okay? And I have. I want to be. Oh no, you're a better Yoda. I have your lines printed. Okay. Up, and it has to do with our perspective. Are on we role spanking. playing here? You're, okay. Well, you just have to read those words. Okay, I'm ready. You're Luke. I'm Yoda. Luke. Okay, so Empire Strikes Back. Yes. We're in the Dagobah system. Yes. And what else is happening? Well, it's Luke swampy. is Luke is in the swamp land, and Yoda's Yoda's on his back. Okay, Yoda's on his back. And Luke says, "Is the dark side stronger?" No. No. Quicker, easier, more seductive. But how am I to know the good side from the bad? You will know when you are calm, at peace, passive. Why are you laughing? Because that's a good Yoda. But so think about that in terms of spanking. Um, when you are calm, at peace, and passive, that's when you'll know the good side from the bad. And, and you know, that's a good example in talking about the dark side, not the, you know, but like it's quick. It's seductive. It feels like you can get it done immediately. Um, but sometimes the force is actually being present for what's happening. Oh, are you going to read something no, else? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Um, oh, you're going right. to read. Okay. So this is the Kathy Kasani Adams thought, but... quote of the week oh, because boy. we're almost out of time. Okay. And this is, I don't know if you remember saying this, I but you know. said to yourself, you were on the phone uh -huh. and you said, busy signals are from the 80s. Why would anybody ever have a busy signal? Well, I was trying to call this moving company and there was a busy signal. Who has busy signals? It's are from they the, the 80s. 80s. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> did you? Okay. I did. And right. then uh, last but not least, the Sox won another game. Yes. And they are a half game out of first place. And the Cubs won today or snapped, yesterday. Yes, yesterday they snapped their losing streak Yay, at 12. Chicago. So for all you Cubs fans, you're only 10 and a half out or something like that. Oh, boy. So um, I don't know. I thought today I thought today's show went well. Okay, I'm looking forward to getting some comments and feedback. And Please let us know how crazy we are. Or if you happen to agree with us, then tell us that too. All right, guys. Have a great week. This is Todd Adams saying adios, muchachos. Adios. <laughs>